Welcome back to another episode of Bantu Book Review. This is the 11th episode and time is flying, ain't it? Let's jump straight into the emotionally intelligent word of the week. Alarm. Okay, I'm feeling alarmed. And the root word is alarm, which is both a feeling and an action. Alarm is a verb, which means to cause someone to feel frightened, disturbed, or in danger. The second definition is to be fitted or protected with an alarm. So look around, listen to the messages being sent by your politicians, listen to the concerns of your neighbors and fellow countrymen, and you'll feel the same. I was reading our book this week, and every few chapters, I had to pause and just breathe and think of all the ways I need to prepare myself and loved ones to operate in a nation that does not value human life and dignity in the ways that it should. And my response to being alarmed, as I so often am, is to arm myself with knowledge and skills. It's important that we're self-sufficient and informed. So in Hate It or Love It this week, we have Parable of the Talents by Octavia Butler. This book was so, so good and alarming. This is a work of autobiographical fiction, and it is as disturbing as it is empowering. Parable of the Talents was conceived and published more than 20 years ago. 20 years ago. 1998 was the year. And Octavia Butler deftly articulated challenges that have only worsened with time. In this book, she's covering everything from race relations to socioeconomic tensions and divisiveness, all matter of corruption from government defrauding of the American people to scandals and cover-ups, civil rights issues, detention of children and families, racism, tyranny and intolerance under the guise of religion, and moral superiority. There's the poverty line and the mistreatment of impoverished people, climate change, self-sufficiency, community, continued governmental dependency. When their approach is outdated, right? People are still dependent on the government for their every need. Um, Challenges and privatization, patriarchy, misguided patriotism, all the P's, right? This is about power, purpose, all of that, right? And it's more than a cautionary tale. This novel makes clear connections between the choices and the consequences of a society that is hell-bent on self-destruction. Octavia Butler, in this book, is talking about all the approaches that we have tried over the course of American history and failed miserably at. But we keep doing the same dumb things. Why? We keep creating issues for ourselves and trying to profit from offering the solutions to the problems that we manufactured. And we also don't want to be accountable for these problems, right? We blame people for being mad about the things that we have done to them. Why? If you're provoking somebody, pinching, pushing, menacing, you're hurting them and their family, jeopardizing their livelihood, eventually, right after these people have tried to appeal to the good sense that you don't have, but that you should have, they're going to get in the gutter with you and retaliate. So I said all that to say that this is a story of coordinated retaliation. The chickens have come home to roost in this story, and Butler's foresight, though uncanny, is the advice many Americans have constantly heard but not heeded. In Lauren Oya Olamina, 
we have a protagonist who is necessarily delusional, daring, and self-possessed. She reimagines and redefines the relationship between individual and community. She's a revolutionary who rises to the occasion to meet her challenges and challengers head on, no matter the cost. Be careful, right? This is my advice to you. Reader, beware. Be careful when and where you read this book because you will be alarmed and weary, overwhelmed and infuriated. You'll be looking over your shoulder just like I did. You'll realize this is not a drill. This is the real deal and we got to rise up, y'all. This book is so good. Highly recommended. Five stars. But why does it matter? So what? My favorite quote, one of my favorite quotes, because there were so many good quotables from this book, but one of my favorites is, we've got to be more than smooth dinosaurs who evolve, specialize, and die. We've got to be more than smooth dinosaurs who evolve, specialize, and die. You spent 10 years studying medicine. Well, doctor, you got to keep up with current events. There's a bigger picture far above and beyond your field of discipline. I like this quote so much. Be more than smooth dinosaurs who evolve, specialize, and die. I can't say that enough because it's just so well put. I like it so much because I think so many times we all, me too, we don't see the bigger picture because we're caught up in the smaller details of our personal lives. Um, so many people in this book, so many characters in this book, um, were trying to hold on to the comforts they were used to. Some of them worked their entire lives for the house, the car. They spent all their teenage years dreaming about getting married to the boy or the girl and raising a family. But then things changed. And when things change, we also have to change and adapt. So you have those people who are trying to hold on and cling to their possessions and to their comforts. And on the other side of the spectrum, they are the people who never had anything. They didn't have the education or training to specialize. So they do what they can to scratch and survive. They're in a cycle of indentured servitude to whichever corporation employs them. And while surviving is the first priority, the immediate priority, the only thing that you have to do in order to be able to do anything else, there is so much more to the human experience when we choose to see that. And I think the situation in our nation today is not at all as dire in this book as as in the book, but that's where we're headed. Um, the book is 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 much more serious. Um, the issues that they're facing in the book are, oh my gosh, just so much more tragic. Um, but in the end, it, the book is so telling of, of where we're headed if we don't get it together. And no matter what side of the spectrum we're all on, all of the nation's problems should be of concern to every single one of us. All the problems won't be an immediate priority to everybody, depending on who you are and your particular circumstances, but they all matter. So... Yes, Meg, the fact that Tayshawn is disenfranchised has everything to do with you. Don't be delusional. We can't continue to deny climate change, hold people's reactions to abuse and intolerance against them. We can't afford to deny the truth because our future literally depends on the choices we make today. 
We can't keep waiting for someone else to solve our problems and ignoring the problems that we create for ourselves and for others. We have got to get out of the way. Get out of the way. Get out of other people's way first and then get out of your own way. Shout outs to the people who are not sitting on their hands because they have responded to the call to action. Um, Again, this week, I want to shout out the Know Your Rights campaign, um, which is created by Colin Colin Kaepernick. I love that Nike's amplifying his message, but hear me out. Listen, y'all. Listen, hear me out. I know you want to get fresh. I know you want to get fresh, fresh and fly. But instead of buying those new kicks, donate to his campaign or or you can do both. Because Jennifer Lewis was looking flea this past week at the Emmys. I know y'all saw her Nike down to the socks. And I know you saw that high kick too. I just love her. So if you can, do both. Go to Kaepernick7.com or KnowYourRightsCamp.com. Again, Know Your Rights Camp is a free campaign for youth founded by Colin Kaepernick to raise awareness on self-empowerment. And the second organization this week that I want to shout out is the Gathering for Justice which I learned about online. Um, the Gathering for Justice is a nonprofit founded in 2005 by Harry Belafonte after he witnessed a news report of a five-year-old black girl being handcuffed and arrested in her Florida classroom for being quote-unquote unruly. Pause. We gotta stop because that's stupid for too many reasons. One, If you're five years old, chances are you are unruly by definition. Two, there's no reason, absolutely no reason, a five-year-old would ever need to be handcuffed. And three, the new segments where Black people and their pain and trauma is plastered plastered everywhere is, is problematic for so many reasons, but it's no accident that the same kinds of images and messages are not plastered everywhere when other people do the same or worse. There's a totally different narrative. The Gathering for Justice has recognized this problem and further, they have a solution. The Gathering's mission is to build a movement to end child incarceration while working to eliminate the racial inequities in the criminal justice system that enliven mass incarceration. So support the cause by visiting gatheringforjustice.org. That's gatheringforjustice.org. Get involved, spread the word, go donate. And finally, I want to say, hit me up on social media to give me your takeaways, testimonies, rants, and random musings. Also, share your book list with me. I want to know what you're reading. At Bantu Book Review on Twitter and YouTube. Tune in again next week for the 12th one.